Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode 39. I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver. I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you the Word of God that God's put on my heart to help a lost, dying world find Christ and help current Christians find answers to their problems and their storms of life through the Bible and through God Himself. Today on God's Internet Church, we're going to be in our Bible study Still studying from that the daily devotional J.B. Phillips for this day. And just so you know, when it was copyrighted, about when he was around, this is an old book. It was published um, in 1975. That was the first thing of published in 1975. So... Some of the views and stuff are a little bit different than, you know, but God's word is what it is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But on this day that he shared, we're going to be talking about, we're going to be talking about selling religion. But we're not going to get into that first, and then we're going to do our prayer request segment. But before we do that, and our closing remarks, but before we do that, we're going to have listen to a song from Michael W. Smith singing, Our God's an Awesome God. So, let's praise God while we listen.
<coughs> excuse me, my allergies are acting up. Our God is an awesome God, and that's true. You need to know this even when the storms of life are coming your way. Our God is an awesome God, and me and my wife has been through some storms this last month. Last four months, actually, and, and it seems like things are better but then it seems like sometimes that the devil wants to come against us again but we got to remember that our God is awesome and he's going to bring us through no matter what comes our way so I praise the Lord for that hallelujah <coughs> excuse me my allergies are bad today as you know I am your host Pastor Ron Weaver of God's Internet Church Podcast and I thank you for the views that were watched when we were off the air. And uh, and sorry, we wasn't on the air. I know I explained already. <coughs> Man. But we're going to trust the Lord and, uh, you know, with our horizons. And we are back to normal. This is Monday. We're back on our, in our new facility where we moved to and everything's back up and running guys in a church is back up and running guys in a church podcast is back up and running and we're here to worship the Lord but we're here today for the podcast to study a thing on J.B. Phillips talking about selling religion but before we do that, I want to go to the book of Mark. So if you got your Bibles with you, which I hope you do, because you got to keep the minister honest. Make sure he's giving you what the Word says. And I must do that because, you know, you guys do follow. Because I do. So I want you to go to the book of Mark. Book of Mark is in the New Testament. It's the second book of the Gospels, verse, chapter number 16, and we're going to look at verse 15, 16, 15. And it says, And he said unto them, Go ye into the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. Now, as I stated before, J.B. Phillips, which could be alive, and if he's listening to this podcast, I count it an honor and a privilege to, you know, to what he has done. But he didn't really put a scripture for everyday reading. He did it, I mean, at the beginning of the month, but he never did it for the whole thing. And the monthly scripture is this. In my opinion, whatever we may have to go through now is less than nothing compared to the magnification future God has in store for us. The whole creation is a tiptoe to see the wonderful sights of the Son of God coming into their own. The world creation cannot yet see realize, but because it chooses to be behind and because in God's purpose it has been so limited and it has been given hope, and the hope is that in the end, the whole of creation, life, will be rescued from the tyrants of the change and decay. 
and have it shared in that magnificent liberty which can only belong to the children of God. And that's Romans 18 verses 8, Romans 8, 18 verses 21. But I really wish, even though the scripture does cover it a little bit, I really wish that he would have went through this like I did and put a scripture for every thought that he had for this month. But this month is, for this week on the 15th, is the scripture that God led me to pick. It says, And he said unto them, Go ye into the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. So this is telling us that God wants us to share this gospel, not only to our friends and family, but to the world. And in a roundabout way, I do that every Sunday, every Wednesday, and every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday with the podcast also. With God Internet Church Group online streaming, and with the Bible study that we do on Wednesday nights. So we're going to read what he wrote here for the fifteenth, and then, as you know, I usually comment what I think, and then what God puts on my heart to share with you. And it says here, selling religion. I remember once sharing a lodging with a commercial traveler. He said to me one day, you don't peddle. I don't envy your job. I was naturally interested and asked him why. He replied, well, my job is to sell radio sets and most people want that people want, but your job is to sell religion. And I shouldn't imagine that I should imagine that is pretty hard work selling religion is perfect perhaps a crude way of describing my job but it is true that that a huge part of my work lies in getting across to the Christian religion to ordinary men women particularly for some years to young people we must be clear in our minds what is true we want to do to teach Christian religion especially to young people it is not for us to impose our own ideals and beliefs upon young impressionable minds if we ourselves have strong personalities so shall we be tempted to do this that is to impose a religion from the outside as if we shall meet with a certain superficial success but young life we shall find to our sorrow that the religion we tried to implant was the fact mere imposed by the stronger personality our real objective is far harder it is inspired and fostered within youngsters only personality a right relation towards God and his neighbor his spirit of willing cooperating with his great reality that we are called God. Now, like he said here in a crude way, us ministers and us Sunday school teachers and us uh, teachers and friends and family, when we're sharing Christ in a crude way, we're selling a roundabout way of religion, our religion. But I don't like to say the word religion. I like it saying serving Christ. Now, 
he talked about in his story, his little writing here, that we got to be careful to share this religion or our religious beliefs, not from our perspective of living, all right? And because we got to do justice. So I, what I'm going to talk to you now, I've got three thoughts that we got to do. Three thoughts that we need to do to consider why we're sharing the religion to the world. Because as we see that God wants us to go to the world and share his word of salvation. His word of hope. His word of help. His word of living. Alright? And the first one is by teaching them the Bible. Now, a lot of people go wrong here and try to teach them from their own experiences. Now, it's okay to share what God did for you in your own experiences, but you need to put the Bible out there first. You need to read the scripture just like I did today about selling religions. I put the Bible out there to teach you guys that God wants us to go out and share the gospel. We're not actually going out and buying people to buy God. No. I want that. No. It was a crude way of saying it. But God, we need to go out and share Christ. And how do we do that? Well, first of all, by teaching them the Bible. By sharing them the Bible. And that's if you do a witnessing process right. There's scriptures that you can use to show them what Jesus did on the cross of Calvary for them to be in the right relationship with Christ by going to the cross and dying for our sins okay then as they become Christians and we've got groups of people that we're teaching we got to teach them the Bibles and that's where it's important for you to be reading the Bible and that's where it's important for you to be sharing what God is teaching you through the Bible. Okay? We've got to let God be the teacher. Okay? And let God be our mouthpiece. And let God share what he wants. Alright? Now you may say, well, Pastor Ron, our, our beliefs do get in the way sometimes. Yes, they do. But if you stay with a core fact of the Bible... It's going to, the word will still come out the way it's supposed to be. Now, the second thing we got to do if we know we're going to witness to somebody or help somebody, we got to ask God to show us what He wants us to say to them. So basically, I'm reiterating exactly what I just said. Like today, the Bible says that go out and share the gospel to the world. He's telling us that. But we got to ask God how he wants us to say that. Okay? And basically, what he's telling me today, we need to go out and share the word. Not experiences, but the word of God. <coughs> Online, on TV, in pulpits across the country and the world. That churches are open because of COVID. A lot of churches are not open. Some are partially open. Some of them are quarterly open 
But the point is, we need to get and ask God to share with us. So once he gives us a topic, we got to ask him what he wants us to say. And, you know, a lot of people wonder how ministers come up with Bible studies. A lot of, minister, a lot of people want to know how pastors come up with sermons. Well, it starts with a thought that God puts into your heart. And then as you go through making it out, you ask God to guide you and help you. In other words, you got to ask him to show you what he wants you to say. And then those thoughts get wrote down. Then you go to the pulpit and then the Holy Spirit takes over and those thoughts come out. But then God takes over because you're his universal mouthpiece. Being the under the anointing of God is an awesome experience. And let me tell you, when you become a minister and you accept his calling, God shows you an insight to the Bible like you've never seen before. Alright? But you got to go and ha ask him what you want them to teach. You know, you to preach or teach. And I'm talking to you fathers and mothers at home. It's just a responsi your responsibility to teach your kids up as the pastors, as your Sunday school teachers, or your youth leaders, or your youth pastors, it's, it is your responsibility to do it too. And you need to get to the Bible and ask and pray and ask God to show you what you want to share with them. And I believe part of the world's problem today is a lot of homes don't bring family devotion time together. And we need to do that. Yes, you go out and buy your kids devotion for boys. Yes, you go out and buy your daughter devotions for girls. Yes, mom goes out and finds devotions for mother or wife. Yes, father goes out and buy a devotion book for fathers or how to be a good husband. But you also, as a family, in those times of quiet devotion time, is right to do. But as a family, as a family, there should be a devotion book bought and done. And it, the, the TV should be turned off for a few minutes. And with this, I'm saying that I, God's knocking on my door with some of this stuff too. The TV should be turned off for an hour or so and have time with God in that devotion together. Alright? In fact, God's been daunting that in me. I haven't talked to my wife about it yet. But we need some time, a devotion time. Either in the morning, before you turn the TV on, or after dinner. Maybe turn the TV off for a few minutes. Or before you go to bed. Now, my mother and father-in-law, I remember, and I didn't know they did this, but we had, they used to have, my mother-in-law used to have a family cabin. And me and my wife was up there multiple times. But they, we decided to, they decided to us go up there with them, invite my grandma and my parents with them. And they were doing a thing like that. Now, I think they got away from it. And I don't know why. And because we were living with them towards the end of their lives, you know, to help take care of them. You know, and but God had a reason for us to be there too. 
but I didn't observe what I saw. They were doing a devotional thing where he, they were get the scriptures. He would get the scriptures, find out what they were reading. He would play the scriptures, and then one of them would, then they would together silently read what the devotion was. Now I believe they probably should have had a dialogue, but that's hard to do when you got other people in the house with you. But they took time out of that trip every night to do that. And that's something that could be done before you go to bed. Even a five minute devotion. But when you do it says when a family prays together, they stay together. And I'm gonna take that even a step further. When a family that reads the Bible together and pray together, they're going to get stronger in the Lord. Alright? Now, the third thought. We need to pray for them to listen. We need to pray for them to listen. We've got to ask God to open their ears. we got to ask God to open our ears. And Maybe you can get a Bible study that will talk back and forth with each other. You know, my wife is in the office with me right now. And she heard me talking about doing family devotions. At this time, I will admit we're not doing it. But it's something I think God's putting in my heart. I don't know how she feels. Um, but it's something I think we're going to be starting soon. I don't know if it'll start today or not. But it's something that we need to start soon. Because you... Studying God's word teaches you how to be close to God. All right, but we need to pray for the ones to listen. If you want your church to grow, you want them to be saved, not just in numbers, but if you want your church to grow and means helping people become for the Lord. That's what you should be praying about, that they listen and come to the Lord. You shouldn't be praying, well, Lord, grow my ministry because I want the numbers. Because God ain't interested. God is interested in numbers. But he's, not, he's interested in numbers of people coming to serve him. Not numbers just to make your, your sanctuary look good. Or your podcast look good. He wants those numbers to be ones that come and be saved. And also ones that you minister on his behalf on a weekly thing. Not just for numbers, but ones you actually consider those numbers a person for Christ. And every week I pray for God's internet church. When we go on the air, Lord, how many comes in to watch this, let it be the ones you wanted to watch. And let it be the ones that maybe you want them to make a new home for Christian to me be their pastor online. And same with the podcast. I pray for that way. Same with the Bible study. This week, God is, you know, in the last four weeks, even though we haven't been on the air two weeks ago, God's Internet Church is up in the last two weeks in views because I think of that attitude. Because God wants to use us. To help people in a lost, dying world, and and you know it's the views here, or not the views, but the listens here, is even doubled, and I thank God for that. But if you guys do want, like this thing, and I'm glad you listen, but once you hit the subscribe button, and you'll actually be a member of God's Internet Church podcast too. All right, but like I said, 
I don't want numbers just to have numbers and ratings. I want people that listen, that learn the Word of God and how to live for God. And I thank you that you guys are going out when I ask you to share. Share the podcast to everybody if it's blessing you. That way they could get a blessing. Okay? So that's what we got to do today. Recap real quick on the Bible study. Is we got to teach the Bible. Then we got to ask God what he wants us to say. And then we got to pray that they listen and that we listen. Okay? Now at this point we're going to be going to our prayer request list. And I had a few added since last time I talked to you last Wednesday, I believe it was. Of course, my dad is still on there for his aneurysm on his aorta. My mom is on there still because of her hiatal hernia surgery that she had to have done um, and her recovery. But now we're focusing on her back and and see if she needs surgery or not. They're trying to think it's a pinched nerve and they're trying to get the swelling done around there so they can see that and if it is give her medicine and maybe get the nerve unpinched then for my cousin Margaret who's part of God's Internet Church pray for the loss of her mom and her leg she's been having trouble with it my uh, our friend Lloyd from the old neighborhood he has cancer I got to get my wife to try to text him and, and see if we can get feedback on how his cancer treatments are going um, then my friend Sean, he's like a brother to me. He has an unspoken. He don't want anyone to know what that unspoken is. And that's his right. God knows. And then he wants his mom to help his mom with her hip recovery. Things that she's having some trouble with. Uh, I think he told us last update with um, some of uh, the cane problems with the cane. And then uh, for our brother, my brother-in-law Paul and us, as we deal with the closing of the estate and things are not really going well but God will take care of it because we're giving it to God and that's what we need to do then my friend Paul from Georgia who is not the same Paul his back is bothering him and then he's asking for his kid not to get sick at school with much and it's not Coronas but uh, it's not Coronas but she there's a little praise report there she's not getting sick as much um, and then she wants he wants to pray that she don't get coronas. And then there's an unspoken to add to this ministry. Up, some unspokens. I'm going to put an S on that. Of uh, different things that God's uh, sharing in me for us to do when he's he's releases to do. And then for my cousin Sharon, she broke her tailbone on the day of her son's wedding. Uh, cracked her tailbone on the same day of her son's wedding. Uh, she's still having problems with that, but she's getting through. My aunt Denise, um, she fell about a month and a half ago, I believe, almost maybe two months ago. She's still having some side effects of that, so we're still praying for her. Then my cousin Lori Weaver, she has uh, a swelling in her leg, and I think she went to the doctor two days ago. So I got to find out and find out what the doctor's reports there. But we're still going to pray for her. And then my cousin Dennis. My cousin Dennis Joe, um, he's not a Christian. He knows the Christian way. Um, but he has coronavirus, so we need to pray for him. Um, the report on him, the things are getting better, I guess. 
um, but we're not exactly sure. Um, and then for my Uncle Joe's mother, there's reports that she's in quarantine for coronavirus, but she did get the shot, but some people in the family believes that she don't have it. Some people believe that they do have it. My Uncle Joe did confirm to my cousin that she does have coronavirus. So we're going to go on the premise that she does have it. And, you know, God can take it away. And so we're going to pray for these people and then we'll have our closing remarks. I'm going over a little bit. I apologize. But God is good and he's good all the time. So let's pray for these needs. So if you're wherever you are, at home, whatever, listening, please close your eyes and in the attitude of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I lift up Jim Weaver to you right now, my dad. Lord, you are the great physician. You are the great architect. You designed these bodies, Lord. We just ask you to go down to my dad's body and find out what's causing this aneurysm on his aorta. We ask you to strengthen this aorta and take this aneurysm to stop growing or disappear, Lord. And Lord, we just ask you to be at the recovery of my mom, Lord Lee Weaver. I just ask you to continue to bless her and help her, Lord. And with this recovery of this hiatal hernia, I ask you also, Lord, to be with this back problem that she might have. A, we think and we're hoping it's a pinched nerve, just like the doctor feels, but there she don't have to go in to have surgery. And Lord, we ask you to be with my cousin Margaret, Lord. We ask you to be with her leg as she's trying to wrap up the, the estate for her brother and getting stuff out of the house. And But she's going to be able to actually stay there. So I praise God for that. I wish it would have worked out that way for us, but it didn't. But uh, God knows it didn't yet, but God always can turn that around. We don't know. But we ask you to... Uh, bless her and help her, Lord. And Lord, we ask you to be with my our friend Lloyd. I ask you to help her with this can help him with this cancer, Lord, and continue to heal him. And Lord, I ask you to be with my brother in the Lord and my brother from another mother, Sean. Ask you to be with his unspoken, Lord, and be with his mother's recovery from hip surgery, Lord. And Lord, I ask you to be with my brother-in-law Paul and us as we're going through. This estate and trying to wrap things up, Lord. Let everything be done the way you want, not the way Paul thinks, but the way you want, Lord. Because we're giving this problem to you, Lord. And Lord, I ask you to be with my friends Paul from Georgia, Lord. I ask you to touch his back and heal him. I ask you to keep his son, his daughter, from getting sick all the time. And we ask you to keep her safe from not get coronavirus. I ask you to be with. Uh, the unspokens of the different ministries that you put on my heart and birthed in, Lord. Let it work out. I ask you to be with my cousin Sharon's tailbone. I ask you to continue to heal her. Give her the strength to deal with the pain, Lord, as she's going through. I ask you to be with my Aunt Denise and continue to heal her with, with everything that's going on, Lord, from her fall. Continue to work it out. I ask you to be with my cousin Lori and the swelling leg. I just ask you to let it work out where she's going to be okay. I ask you to be with my grandma, Lord. I forgot to read her name. I ask you to be with her legs, be with her eyes, and be with her ears, and let her be able to do some things better. Lord, you know she's 93 years old, Lord. We just ask you to be with her in a special way. And Lord, I ask you to be with my cousin Dennis Joe. 
lane. He's got coronavirus for it. He's taking shots for it every day. He's quarantining. We just ask you to work it all out where it goes away and he survives. And Lord, I ask you to be with my Uncle Joe's mom. I don't remember her name right now, Lord. But Lord, I haven't met her that much. But Lord, we just ask you that there's a potential coronavirus there. She is in quarantine. There's some confusion if she's got it or not. One say yes, another one says no. But Lord, we just ask you to take care of things and work it all out. And we ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen. And on that note, i like to say God bless you. Thank you for listening to God's Internet Church episode, podcast episode 39. And remember, when we're going out and sharing Christ, teach them the Bible. Ask God what you want you to say. And ask Him to help them listen. And you listen too. And pray for all these needs that we just shared. And we will be back on the air tomorrow at the 11 o'clock hour. Well, it will be posted later on. You know, it's usually up and running by 11, 30, 12 o'clock on the Hopper. And it's shared in other areas. So just let God be God and, you know, and listen. And if this podcast is sharing, helping you, share it with other people so it can help them. Because that's why I'm interested. I'm not interested in numbers. I appreciate the numbers. But I'm interested in God helping you. On that note, I like to say God bless you. Have a good day in the Lord. See you tomorrow for episode thir- episode 40 of God's Internet Church Podcast. And on this thing. And I like to say God love you. Help another one another. Love one another. And be kind to one another. Especially siblings. Especially if there's siblings, there's only two of you left. We gotta learn to get together and and be the one that keeps trying, even though the other one don't. On that note, like say God bless you. See you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast, episode forty tomorrow. God bless you and have a good day. <laughs>